remain standing for the reading of God's word. Thank you to our worship and arts ministry. There's a word from the Lord this morning. I want to thank God again too for my dear friend, Pastor Charles Jackson, who was with us at our eight o'clock service. He surprised us and blessed us. We're so grateful for that. So good to see so many of you in the balcony in the worship center eight o'clock so many were here it's good to know that folk feel just as comfortable going to church as they do going to the football games or the barber shop or the beauty parlor amen amen thank god so much for you on september the 12th as you remain standing we began a brand new series of messages it was entitled, Pastor Baker, Just One Word. And in that series, God told us to move away from clutter so that we can embrace clarity. And that in order to have clarity, you must do away with clutter. And so every week, we shared with you a subject of just one word. That was the subject for the week, the word for the week. The first message on September the 12th, the first word was empowered. We began to develop what is known as a word cloud, spiritual word cloud. We talked about thankful, that second message. Third message, we talked about confident having confidence in God. Then we talked from the word bless in and out in the city and in the country. We then talked from the word perseverance, then the word purpose, and the word choices. Our youth pastor, Pastor Antoine, came with the word fearless. And then on last week, we talked from the word peace. We said to you, don't let anyone hijack or steal your peace. Amen. So today is the 10th message of this series. God has given us another word, a word that was particularly given for this day, for this occasion. The text for today's message is Psalms 118, verses 23 and 24. We will read that and then you may be seated after the reading of God's word. Psalms 118, verses 23 and verse 24, reading from the New King James Version. And the text reads, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Here's where the subject for today's message is found. Verse 24, this is the day the Lord has made. Not we shall, not we may, but we will. Try that again. We will 
rejoice and be glad in it. And the church that loves God's word said amen. Amen. Before you sit down, don't touch anyone. Just wave at somebody and say rejoice. Rejoice. That's the word for the week. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Rejoice. On this day, on this special day, the second Sunday in November in the year 2021, the day in which we as a ministry celebrate 58 years of ministry. God said to me, perhaps there aren't many words more fitting for this occasion than the word rejoice. Someone help me say rejoice. rejoice. The word rejoice is a very familiar word in the church. It is a very familiar word that is often used by people of faith all over the world. However, I wondered as I was putting this together, I have often wondered, but I wondered even more when I was putting this message together, if we really do understand the significance and the importance of this incredible word. I've become a wordsmith in my older age, and I've, I've, I've learned to appreciate words because words do matter. And I've learned not to just speak all kind of words into my spirit or let other people place words into my atmosphere because words matter. But I wondered if we really understood the difference between shouting and rejoicing. I just wondered if we knew what it really meant to rejoice. Or perhaps did we think it was only possible if there is an organ or if there was a drum beating at a fast pace or if there was an incredible band like is behind me. And I wondered if we knew or if we understood, may I preach this this morning, the privilege and the duty to rejoice in the Lord. It is a privilege and it is a duty and an obligation to rejoice in the Lord. Uh, several weeks ago, in fact, a couple months ago, we did a series on attitudes. One of the attitudes that we shared with you during the summer of this year was an attitude of joy. We said to you then that joy could be an attitude. And God said to me as this message was coming together, Dower, it's important for you to point out that there is a difference between joy and rejoice. For joy is what one feels. Joy is what you experience. Joy is that 
thing that comes over you, but to rejoice is what one does. Joy is how you feel. Rejoice is what you do. See, because some days you aren't going to feel quite up to it. <laughs> but you still must do it. May I preach to you? Some mornings rolling out of the bed, Deacon Lumpkin, there's so much pain racking your body that every demon around says, now what reason do you have to rejoice? You have to remind the devils from the pits of hell is that rejoicing is not how I feel. It's what I've chosen to do. Is there anyone in here who's ever had to rejoice and didn't feel quite up to it? Pain racking your body, going through things, but you understood that when you just think about how good God has been to you and all he's brought you through, then you had an obligation to rejoice in the Lord. Whew. For rejoicing in the Lord should never, please don't miss this, should never be predicated on how you feel. <laughs> Whew, because if, if it was all predicated on how you feel, then rightly so, some days you don't feel up to it. Uh, it should never be based on what you are going through. Because some things you go through are unimaginable and no one without the anointing of the Holy Spirit can rejoice going through what you are going through. But listen to me, my brothers and sisters. It is a command from God. Bill, our worship leader, would often say that I'm not suggesting you do it, but I'm telling you that God has commanded that you would do it. Listen to what Paul writes in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4. Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. On your way to the doctor, rejoice. In the emergency room, rejoice. In the courtroom, rejoice. Uh, don't know how you're going to make ends meet, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. How many of you want to confuse the enemy and the enemy wondering why are you rejoicing? Because it's not predicated on how I look. Or what I'm going through, I don't look like what I've been through. And I know that the God I serve is able. You've got 30 seconds, no 10 seconds to put your best praise on it. Come on. Think about it. Think, Think about it. If we were to only rejoice when our ship comes in or when things have turned itself around then we would be no different than the carnal minded person <laughs> oh I'm going somewhere even carnal minded people know how to turn up a party when they get a blessing Ooh, but, but, but 
we are different. We know how to take a licking, keep digging. We know how to walk in the church broke, busted, and disgusted, but still give God our best praise. I just know that one or two of you in here has been right there. Some of you save your best praise for your worst days. In fact, the enemy could not figure you out. Why are you so happy? Because God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. Any true worshipers in here that know how to rejoice right now, rejoice, rejoice. Tell someone, rejoice. It is a command of God. Listen to the text as we examine this text concerning the command to rejoice. This text has been suggested uh, to have been a special song of praise to all of my worship leaders and all of my uh, praise dancers. This, this was sung by worshipers on their way to worship. Uh, folk didn't wait until they got to church. Somebody just caught it to worship. In fact, according to biblical historians, this was uh, sung during what was known as the Autumn Feast of Tabernacles, which was annually celebrated during Israel's deliverance from Egypt. God says, I, I want you to always remember where I brought you from. Ooh, see, we, we sometimes get full of ourselves and we become bougie and we become so lifted up and we think we've always driven cars like that and dressed like that. And we think, Brother I.S., that our folk have always been like that. But we forget about the cornbread and the fat back. We forget about Grandmama on her knees scrubbing other people's floors so that you can go to school. We forget about people who've done so much and God told Israel, don't you forget how I brought you out of Egypt. So they had what was known as the Autumn Feast of Tabernacles. It was held, ironically enough, around this time of the year. This powerful, iconic psalm known in history as one of the greatest psalms ever. In fact, it is said that this was the favorite psalm of Martin Luther, the iconic leader of the Protestant Reformation Church. Uh, Martin Luther, who Martin Luther King Jr. was named after. This psalm begins with these words. <laughs> Listen to these words. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Let me try that again. <laughs> oh, give thanks. Doesn't sound like a suggestion, but a commandment to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Is there anybody in here know that you just want to thank God for grace and mercy? Psalms 23 and verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Lamentations chapter 3, the prophet Jeremiah writes, It is of the Lord's mercies that we've not been consumed. His compassion faileth not. 
it is renewed every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Somebody owe God a praise for nothing else but grace and mercy. Somebody say thank you for your mercy. Come on, give God a praise for grace and mercy. Grace and mercy brought me through. In fact, I've been pulled through by grace and mercy. Any witnesses in here? How many of you were stuck in grace and mercy? I feel like preaching. When you didn't have sense enough to pray for yourself, grace and mercy pulled you through it. When you were on the verge of making the worst mistake in your life, we often thank God for what we've come through, but we don't see the things God blocked. Can I preach? We, we don't ever see because we can't praise God for stuff we don't see. But God told me about 10 years ago, praise me for stuff I block. Here's how the old church puts it. It says, giving honor to God. Thank you for protecting me from dangers seen and unseen. I feel like the old church. Thank you for keeping me clothed in my right mind. Thank you for being a heart fixer and a mind regulator. Anybody want to thank God for grace and mercy? You ought to just stand to your feet and take about 10 seconds to open your mouth, throw your head back, and say, if it had not been. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Somebody say thank you. Thank you. Woo! I got to get out of here. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And then the psalmist transitions to verses 8 and 9. The psalmist declared, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Here's what I told the church this morning at 8. Listen. I hope I don't get in trouble. If I do, I could go know a good lawyer who can help me out. But, I, but I, 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 I'm so glad we got a new resident in D.C. living in a big white house. But just for the record, just for the record, when a man with orange hair lived in the white house, I still gave God praise. I was still blessed. Can I get a witness? How many of you know that you are blessed no matter how many demons come up against you? You owe God a praise because if you endured the last four years and you can declare that you are still blessed, there is a God. There is a God. There is a God. Somewhere. Look at the text. And we're done. Two, three verses. Verses 22 to 24. Look at what the psalm is right. The stone which the builders whoo, rejected has become the chief cornerstone. 
this was the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous <laughs> in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad. In three quick insights, and we'll go on. Insight number one from these incredible verses is this. Sometimes setbacks are often setups from something better. Can I say that again? Sometimes that which sets you back is only a setup for something better. Some of you are glad and ought to be happy that other people rejected you. Can I get a witness? Because if you would have gotten everything you pursued, you would be out of your mind. Some setbacks are only setups for something greater. The, the psalmist says, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Every now and then, you ought to just say, look at me now. How many of you folk wrote you off, said you'd never amount to anything, did not want anything to do with you, but look at what God did. God elevated that which was put down and God lifted it up and you were elevated because somebody else put you down. Give God your best praise for a setup from a setback. Come on, say set up from a setback insight number one insight number two is this whatever successes we may have achieved look at this whatever successes we may have achieved or currently enjoy it is because God made it possible I'm about to bust somebody balloon. You have never been all of that. And it, <laughs> ooh, thank God, Bill, for Arthurtown. Thank God for where we've come from. Thank God for humble beginnings. I thank God for Ward One, Deacon Albert Jackson. Thank God for even when the Coliseum took your house and your community and folk wondered if black folk can ever recover from that, y'all went out and did even more. Somebody know that whatever success you enjoy, it is because God made it possible. I know y'all got incredible resumes and degrees all behind your name, but listen to me on this. God stepping in made the difference for you to step out. Can I say that again? If God had not stepped in Deacon Abba Simmons, we would not be where we are now. So somebody ought to say, this is the Lord's doing. The Lord did this. Somebody say, God did this. Somebody shout, God did this. Somebody shout, God did this. God did this. Here's the third 
and the final insight as you rest upon your feet. As you know, it is my custom to do during this series. Share the third insight as we prepare to conclude this message. Every day. I want to pause. Every day. In fact, y'all look at each other and don't stand too close. But just say, every day is a good day. <laughs> every morning you wake up is a good day to rejoice. Can I get a witness? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, put a praise on it right now every day every day not just anniversary sunday but every day is a good day to give god your best praise come on help me praise him help me praise him when i think of his goodness what he's done for me when i Think of his goodness and how he set me free. I've got to praise him. I've got to praise him. I've got to praise him. This is the day the Lord has made. Come on, give God time. We got to give a one quick dance on anniversary Sunday again. I'm not praising. Woo! Can I invite at least 50 praisers to leave your seat and come look me in my face? Keep your mask on and say this is a good day. somebody come on this is a good day get your mic bill can I get somebody from over here not for me when I think of his goodness how he down on Calvary I can dance Go ahead, mother. 
in the balcony. Rejoice. stand to your feet the psalmist says listen to what the psalmist tells us it says the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone I understand that Deacon Bobby Diamond is in here today and Deacon Diamond we've been praying for you we know it's been tough for you and your family but God says even in the midst of the kind of year that you guys have had, you still must choose to rejoice. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Listen, Pastor William Murphy wrote this song as we prepare for the altar. It is one of my favorite songs of consecration. I will rejoice. <laughs> Cousin Helen, every day I didn't feel like rejoicing. But I made up my mind. I told the enemy, no matter how my day went, at the end of every day, I would fall on my knees and lift my hands and tell the Lord thank you. Ooh. There's a river whose streams make glad of our Lord. I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad. Listen to this one line. My depressed days are over. <laughs> I want to say that again. My depressed days are over I will rejoice I will rejoice and be glad our very own of the Bill Lord will come uh, and right now and lead us into them uh, Sister Janelle Mitchell worshiping praise team come on if you're viewing Amen. Psalms 46 and 6. 46 and 4 says There is a river whose dreams make glad the city of our God. There is a river whose dreams make glad the 
city of our God. So I will rejoice. <laughs> I will rejoice. Uh, go. And yeah. be glad. Somebody My depressed day is over. I will, I will, I will, I will rejoice. Maybe God's talking to someone else. If you want special glad. prayer, just come and just stand oh, at the altar if you oh, feel comfortable. Oh, yeah. Come on, Nelly. Ooh, yeah. There is a fountain. Sing Janelle. Yeah. Full of grace that flows from Emmanuel's veins. Ooh. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. There is a fountain, fountain so full of grace that it flows from my Savior's veins. See, I know because He came, He healed me, He came and refreshed me, He came and washed my sins I'll sing it again to now. There's a river. There's a fountain. There is a fountain. Ah, yeah, yeah. Full of grace <laughs> that flows from Emmanuel's veins. Y'all better watch it. Something's oh, about yes, to happen in here right now. <laughs> there is a fountain. fountain. <laughs> so full of grace yeah. and it flows from my Savior's Cause he healed me. Healed me. He came and refreshed me. Thank you, he came yeah. and washed my sins away. I will rejoice. All the worshipers.
The stones which the builders rejected. To those of you who've been rejected, those of you who feel as if you've been overlooked, God says you will become the chief cornerstone. And when it happens, I want to hear you say, This was the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes this is the day the Lord has made now make no mistake about it we're not rejoicing because this is anniversary Sunday just for the record <laughs> we rejoice every day because every day with God is a good day but the only way you can have that is that you have to have a relationship with God. Speaking to someone virtually, perhaps someone in this sanctuary, you've chased the wrong things most of your life. And they have never given you true joy. They've never given you a reason to truly rejoice but when you give your life to the Lord when you walk away from that which has cluttered your vision and your life God will fill your life with true joy every day would be a day to rejoice there are contact numbers on the screen if you're here elders and the ministers are standing at the back yes we celebrate this day and this is a good day to rejoice but just so you know next Sunday we'll be right back here rejoicing and the next and the next listen I buried my daddy I buried my daddy on a Monday. And that Sunday morning, I had to get up, drive, stand behind this pulpit, tell the Lord I still trust you. It's tough. But what makes us different is that we never lose our praise. What separates us from the world is that we rejoice despite it all. We don't ever give up. Every day is a good day to rejoice. Close those eyes. Oh, wow. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you this day. Thank you for the legacy of our past. Thank you for the great patriarchs and matriarchs of our past. I thank you for these incredible leaders that are here now. Thank you for Deacon Lord Lumpkin, always undergirded a young pastor. Thank you, Lord, for Deacon Albert Simmons. Thank you, Deacon Bobby Diamond. Thank you for others. Thank you for these 
who never ever let us forget that we still have work to do but Lord I thank you for the next generation <laughs> I thank you for young adults that are coming up behind us <laughs> that will even do greater things than what we've done thank you Lord for helping us to rejoice not just over what you've done and what you are doing but what you are going to do <laughs> and we say thank you Lord as I thank you for Marva Diamond I thank you for Little Diamond <laughs> that, that college young lady who's just beginning her career the next generation Thank you, Lord, for those whose names we don't even know to call and you're going to use to do even more the next generation. And now, Lord, we say, because of you, we will always rejoice and be glad. This is our prayer. Ooh, in your name we pray. And the church said, Amen. Come on, worship with us. Come on and worship with Bill. Worship with you, John. You can go in the back if you want individual prayer. Let me say something before we end. I want to thank somebody else. Brother Anthony Lawrence, wave your hand, man. If you, that's the architect that made all of what we showed you possible. He, he has been the catalyst behind that. Thank you for being a part of that team. I intended to point that out. Come on, I will rejoice. I will Pastor Mac is coming now. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. And be glad. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. Yes, I will say. stand to your feet. Give God a praise for the word of God. Amen. Rejoice. Amen. Thank God so much. We're getting ready to go. Thank you so much to our pastor and Pastor Willie May. Thank God for 58 years to Bishop Baker, to Dr. Kevin Walters, to Mother Baker, and to Sharon. Thank you so much for coming out and help celebrate with us and to all of you. Thank you. Don't forget, as Pastor said, on Tuesday is a very important election. Tuesday, if you live in the city of Columbia, is a very important election. If you need to vote early, tomorrow is the last day to do that. But we encourage you to find out the precinct that you can vote in. With uplifted hands, let's look to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for this very special day. We thank you for 58 years. We thank you for 25 years of our pastor and Pastor Willie May, God, we ask that you continue to bless them. Now, God, we ask that you dismiss us from this place, never from your presence. Let us find peace as we return to our destination. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's children said amen and amen. Thank you and God bless you.